Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Don't be afraid to step into your greatness, people. I know it's scary. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wake up. I but it's magical. I can't, I can't even take that seriously. I, 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 know, I know it's scary, but it's magical. Someone arrested him. Someone handcuffed that man. I need an arrest warrant out for Diddy right now. You're a wicked man. Whose idea was this? You're <laughs> wicked, wicked, wicked man. You're a horrible man. You're, you, you, I'm, I'm over. I'm, I've, I'm done. I cannot oh believe God. it. I cannot believe it. Don't allow Diddy, Diddy to touch your project. I beg for the love of God, for the love of nation, for the love of music. Don't let Diddy... Oh, man came to do an LMA a while. What? And you know what? I guarantee you know people in the room are there clicking their fingers and saying, mm, mm, like, I'm just, guessing him up. You, you know, he, you, like, Ray, you know, he actually chat shit. Like, I was watching his um, Rock Nation, Rock, Rock Nation um, speeches, yeah. And he was like, we're together. This is amazing. We're elevated. I was like, he just says words for the sake of Flowery. saying words. Flowery air. He just chats <laughs> someone. I said, bro, I must have, must have, I also have money to be chatting this much shit and people be clapping like it's amazing. Oh my God. Nah, no, I need to get to that level where I can, where I can just talk he rubbish. Get paid to talk like, rubbish. He also says stuff like, sometimes you're in a situation where you've been, you've had no choice. You have to fight. Fight my people. What? <laughs> I don't know what's worse, him or, or T.I. when he said this is Wakanda because what is happening right now? Wakanda has my people in shackles. Free them. Free them. Wow. Oh, my days. Oh. I, don't know what, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm disappointed. I don't know if this new, this new album... I can't say I'm disappointed because it's just like there are bangers on there. Let's 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 keep it clear. There are bangers on it, but it's not the same. And yes, we will compare it to African Giant. You know what? Where link? Come and buck me if you want to fight me. Hashtag rhyme sheet if you want to fight me because I don't understand how we cannot compare African Giant to twice as tall. It is in a space of a year. You are moving like this is the old. This is the old Kanye and the new Kanye. In the middle of that, a lot had happened to Kanye, so he can't go back to the old Kanye. Yes, we can compare Burner to the old Burner that was last year. Are you not mad? I get you, but then I feel like I feel like it's because, like you know, it's 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 the intent of the album. No, 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 it's the intent of the album because I feel like the intent of African Giant and the intent of this album are two different things. No, I am not accepting this, right? No, this is the comments I saw. This is the comment I saw. We cannot compare to African Giant because Bernard is in a new journey. He's in a new space. No, but I don't, I don't think that's the reason. No, 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 no. But this is what I saw. This is what a lot of people were saying. He's on a new journey. He's in a new space. He's, I was like, what, what? You lot are moving like this is, this is the same as, because obviously, like I said, let's compare it to Kanye. When people keep, keep saying we want the old Kanye, the Kanye that was back, 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 back then is far, far gone. And this, before we got the new Kanye, a lot had happened in the middle. I would understand the reason for the sound like shifting if so much had happened in Burner Life. So much did not happen in Burner You've decided, okay, what let, what what can we do to, to become bigger? What Now you're just being greedy. Yeah, you, I get you, that. You, you, but you, I we, think... We didn't, we didn't need a new album. 
We did not need a new album. Yeah, we we, I don't think we did either. Not not assume we didn't. We 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 didn't. Not assume we definitely didn't. And I think that, but I think what he's trying to do is trying to get the Western success or like break America or whatever it is that he's trying to do with this with this album. And I think like it's even something that he mentioned. Like he didn't get the awards for the, for the album for that album, um, African Giant, that he necessarily thought that the album was gonna get. So I feel like he's gone into this album with a different mindset. He's just like, okay, cool. We are going. Yeah, yeah, what's when it said? I guess. I mean, Diddy's 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 executive like producing the project. So, what does that tell you? Like, I mean, like you know, what I mean, like. What did they I, even mean? I, 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 like, I, 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 I'm trying to envision it in my in my head. Because <laughs> I feel like even you, but you can hear it though. Look at like the collaborations that he's gone with. Like he wants commercialized oh, success. Did when did this? When was this decided? That's what I'm know. trying. to... And it's really pissing me off that they're saying Beyonce put Burner on because I'm, I'm yeah that was that. disrespectful. That I'm was gonna, disrespectful. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. You know I'm gonna lose it. What are you lot mad? Must Beyonce's hand be in everything that didn't what? Why yeah. is Beyonce in the conversation? In she's an Afrobeat artist now. Didn't you know? Like <laughs> did she? Did she I, 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 I'm apparently she's an Afrobeat uh, artist man. So you know the, the people have wow. Spoken. Uh, yeah, that that headline that the New York um posted was absolutely disrespectful. Like they were basically shambles. talking like Bernard wasn't anything small boy before with no accolades. She got, she got, he got into Black is King. Like you, y'all are rude. Mm. Y'all are rude. But yeah, I don't. With, I I do I do like the project, but it's lacking in so many areas. And boy, I don't know if you want to break it down now or. I don't, I don't know. I think we should. Like, okay, what was your like initial thoughts when you first heard it? But heard it, what did you think? First of all, what was track one? I, I broke it down in tracks. Yeah, obviously, I was tweeted. If you lot follow me on Insta, uh, on not Instagram, sorry. If you lot follow me on Twitter, I was chatted when twelve when twelve oh three hit. I was on smoke, uh, baby. The whole TL was. So okay, I'm listening to track one, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is not a bit of me. This is. This is not a bit of burner. And then I started hearing Diddy's voice and I was going to throw my phone, guys. I'm not going to, I'm not even, like, I'm not even being funny. Like, I was going to throw my phone. I was literally going to end it there. Track two, I said, this is not working out, mate. Track three, a lot of people like way too big. I personally don't like way too big. I think the production is just too much. I don't like it. Um, But a lot of people said that the album start there. Or the album starts at track four, which is Bebo, which is where I, I this is the this is where I hear Burner come in. This mm-hmm. is where I, I I'm like, okay, we've got Burner back. Do you understand? Yeah. For me, like I went into it with like very fresh ears. So I, I wasn't on this vibe of comparing it to the previous album. I just kind of went went in it, went into it as if I'd never heard Burner before. And for me, track one, bar the whole Diddy coming in, because what was that? I liked it because it gave us context. For me, it was kind of t- me, him telling us like he's gone through all of this struggle like the album he had so, so such high hopes for the, the previous album it didn't really like get the awards or the, the appreciation he felt it deserved he's been in this space and he's been trying to level up and it's not been happening all of this stuff so I think that for me it was him explaining why Diddy was probably executive producing the project why he's chosen to go in the direction he he's going in and I think that that was important because I feel like track one gave us context and then way too, I think it's way too big. It threw me off when I first heard it because I didn't think it sonically fit w- within the album. But going I back, like it. going back, I actually really, I, I, I quite like it now. 
Like first listen, I didn't because I just I was just like, what is this? This doesn't make any sense. But I think it, that that track is definitely one that grows on you when you like the more you hear it. Mm. Um, what other yeah, tracks did I like? Uh, <laughs> um, wonderful, I liked. I think the call and response kind of vibe on that, I really, really, really liked. Um, wonderful was amazing, and I, I I like that you like it because I I feel like a lot it's more for Nigerians. Like it has mm-hmm. the old school Nigerian tone to it, like the Apala tune to it, which is very, very big in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And only Nigerians kind of understand it. Like it's more like deep rooted. Like if you're not really Nigerian, you'll be like, oh, what is this? But I like that he put that into it because it's just like, you know, we're Nigerian. You get mm-hmm. me? For me though, like from 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 my perspective, when it comes to Burner, he's always shown respect for the people that have come before him. And in terms of like the history of music and sound evolutions, he's always kind of, um, you know, spoken to that. And you've heard the way that he speaks about Fela Kuti. So for me, like, I think all of that within, within the album is very, very intentional. I think he definitely chose to keep that and as a way to pay homage to where he's come from and like his previous mu- music. But I also think in terms of the features he's chosen, he's been very, very obvious about the fact that he wants this to be a commercial album. Like, and I think that's, for me, that's why you can't compare it with the previous album because it's like the intent of the two albums is completely different. I feel like the first one was like, I don't know, him saying, listen, I am African. I'm proud to be African. You will hear my hear my sound. Whereas now he was like, he's like, I want that my African sound to translate to a wider, wider audience. And I think inadvertently he's kind of watered it down a bit, which is probably why you don't like it too tough. Um. I know. I, I, I do have some notable tracks that I love. I love Bebo. I love Onyeke. I don't even know how to say it, even as a Nigerian. Um, Koma, I love 23. Um, <laughs> Monsters you made, honey. <laughs> that is a joke. Psych. No one come and come for me. Um, waiting this sub. Bank on it. Bank on it is beautiful. Favorite song. I think that's, Favorite song. that's my favorite. And then when I heard J Five, I said, "Of course, yeah, literally, literally, literally." J Five does not miss. Listen to me, like I'm not gonna lie. I skipped one minute of it because I don't know what the the intro is a bit weird for me, but it's still overall a beautiful track for me. Because then I was, I was just like, "Oh, I really like this." And then you hear J Five, I said, "Makes sense." It only makes sense. And as the last final track, it only makes sense. I obviously love the Stormzy feature as well. But sadly, there's no notable, well, there's no notable um, features from the, a UK perspective. Obviously, from a USA. <laughs> but yeah, again, I'm not surprised with Diddy executive managing, the, like executive producing, I mean, like, yeah, I'm not surprised like, about that. I just feel like I'm not being funny. Where the hell is Latan? Where is Naira Mali? Are you mad? Are you mad? Like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm surprised that there weren't more Nigerian artists. Killing them, killing yeah. them. Yeah, um, when and Burner come together, they make a track. So I don't understand why Latan wasn't put. Obviously, did I can smell Diddy's hands in everything. I can smell, I can smell it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really disappointed. There isn't, mate. I would have loved another Georgia, Georgia feature. I cannot lie to you. Yeah, I cannot. Yeah. I can't lie to you. That like I, I can't get tired of Burner and Georgia. Like I just can't. They they actually come together so beautifully. Do you know what's mad though? Did you hear him on the the Sam Smith My Oasis feature? Did you hear that? Did you hear him on I that? Hate yeah, but much, see, because having heard that, 
I'm not going to lie. I saw this coming because I, when, when I heard that, I, the, the one thing I said is that he, that I felt that was a really lazy feature from him and he could have done so much more. So in my head, I kind of knew he was going to strip it back and go for a bit more of a commercial sound. Obviously it's still got the African influence, which you hear with like the drum patterns and some of the, like the instrumentation choices. But I think this album was definitely packaged in a more quote unquote accessible way for Western audiences. I think that's definitely what he did here because like even the Chris Martin feature, like that song, I know you you hate it. Guys, I'm not I'm not being funny here. I was listening to this track here. I I thought the album had finished. I cannot lie to you. So this track was on and I'm typing onto it and I'm like, wait, what's going on? Why am I hearing this song? Like, is this a mistake? But I'm still hearing Bernard's voice. I was like, wait, what is this? I've seen Chris Martin was I said, what is going on? But you have to think about who he is though, because Chris Martin I, I understand that. I understand. But going from I think, yeah, it was placed in the weirdest place yeah, ever. Yeah, <laughs> because how can we go from Monsters You Made to Witting This Up? Are you mad? <laughs> are, you mad? are you actually insane? What is going on? What? What? Are you... Nah, this is killing my people. This is killing my people. You know what? Like, this is going to sound mad, but I feel like Chris Martin is like the master key to like, the white audience. Because he's, what, the lead singer of Coldplay. He's probably one of a very, he's a very prolific songwriter. And obviously, like, we've heard him. He's had a song with Rihanna. Like, so I feel like in terms of translating into that white audience, this is, that's 100% why they did that. And I think even the, even the song, like, it samples um, Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson. Yeah. I feel like all of that was t- completely intentional. They wanted this to feel like a very comfortable space for white people. I'm not even being funny, but that's genu- genuinely why I feel like that song is there. I'm just, I don't know if I'm, I don't know, mate. But I just think, I think, do you know what? People are saying like the journey is, is different, blah, blah, blah. I think that, I think the goal is still the same. He's always, the African giant has always been his goal. And in this album, we can see what he's trying to do. He's trying to translate into mm. America, like, and, and set his mark there. Because even, like, Bernard, yeah, you, you can tell his mission is, he goes hard for this mission because he'll get pissed off at Coachella for putting his name small. Yeah. Like, are you mad? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. I think the mission is still the same because people are like, oh, like, he's in a different space. Shut up. Do you know Bernard? Shut up. I don't think he Shut is. Shut up, man. He's not at all. He's he's the same burner we know. He's just, tr- I think he's trying to do it in a different way. Was that way successful? Maybe. We'll see. I, I, don't, I don't think that there's, other than Koma and Oneke, on, Oneke, I don't know if a lot of it will translate into the dancery. Mm. But I don't think that, obviously that doesn't really count, but. Well, he said it on track one, you know, he said, like, I've been trying to level up and it's not been working. So I'm trying something else. That's he literally said it on track one. So for me personally, like we're not, we weren't, we weren't going to get another African giant. That was that it wasn't going to happen. Like track one for me, like was him saying, listen, I know this is what you guys expected. But when I tried it that way, I didn't get the results I wanted. So this is what I'm doing now. And I guess I can't I can't blame him because if, if there's there's obviously a certain goal that he has for for his career and and where he wants Afrobeats to go and and how he wants it to be received and doing it his way or doing it the way that he's been doing it hasn't got the results he's wanted so why do you here, think here comes Diddy chose, I guess yeah why do you think Diddy was chosen as like an executive producer because <sighs> he holds weight that was the right do you think that was the right choice I, well you know how I feel about his speeches so clearly <laughs> I don't think it was from that perspective but Diddy's well connected he I guess in terms of birthing people's careers, whether or not you want to say he's done it the right way, he's been involved in 
he's had his hand in a lot of people's careers. Mm. So from that perspective, and also in terms of the black community in America, he's, his name holds a lot of weight. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I don't know if I can say whether it was the right decision, but do I understand why he chose Diddy? Yes. I, I don't know. Like, the thing is, if I if I didn't know Burner and I hadn't listened to Afrobeats before, this would be a nice way to ease me into Afrobeats. I can't lie. If I'm looking at it from that perspective, because even if you look at, like, him gradually, like, how much English he's speaking, for example, you'll see that it's gradually less as you go through the album. There'll be, like, the, obviously the, the, the Monsters You Made, which was... <laughs> It is what it is. It was just pasted in a random place. But other than that, like you can see he gradually uses less English or you'll see like more of the African influence coming in as you get into the album. So I think, yeah, I think he's definitely trying to, trying to ease people into the, into the sound. So yeah. What do you, what do you think is the positives? Oh, um, I think put, putting people onto sounds that they maybe, um, wouldn't previously experience in the sense of putting on like, putting put the Senegalese, um, artists on there putting kenyan artists on there because i feel like when people think of Afrobeats, they think of nigeria and i think they don't i think for a lot of people their mind doesn't really extend beyond the music that comes out of nigeria so i think this is well like a, Afrobeat was birthed in nigeria so. yeah yeah so i feel like i think he's trying to put people onto other african sounds and he's kind of saying yeah like nigeria is not the only place in africa that makes music and i think that's yeah. positive i think that that's a great gateway into other sounds because a lot of this Afrofusion, Afropop, it comes it comes from other places. For example, Kenya, I know they, they have a massive Afropop scene out there. So for so I think, yeah, that's a positive for me. Um I wish there was an SA house feature, man. That's one thing I'm Yeah, really I'm surprised there wasn't actually. Like maybe bring black coffee back or something, someone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was a bit like, if you're okay, if we're gonna move into sounds that are not Nigerian orientated, then put some SA house in there, honey. He did so well with Spono No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate saying that word because it's so he did so well with Spono um Spono No. Um I think I think he should have considered that onto the album. Um but I I just feel like there should have been more features. More, more. <laughs> yeah. I like from the out, like from a, if you were just to look at the track list, a lot of the features there you, were very unexpected, but and probably don't don't make sense to a lot of people. Mm. But considering that he wants to widen the reach of Afrobeats, it it, it does make sense. Yeah. So I think if Stormzy wasn't noted in America, I don't think he would have made it. Yeah, I don't think so either. But obviously, Stormzy's just done a press run out there, so it kind of makes sense that um you'd have a uk artist who has some sort of a notoriety in america that that makes sense who else do you, who else do you think from the uk he could have he could have put there though that would have that same sort of weight in america because i can't really think of someone off the top Skepta? of my head right now. possibly but then i don't think skepta would have made sense for the album yeah i don't, I don't see how the sounds would have meshed but when it comes to names and in america skepta is obviously mm-hmm. you know the, <laughs> maybe gigs <laughs> Oh, never come and risk him again. No, no. <laughs> they don't respect the gigs out there, you know. That's oh, I was. Yeah, oh no! After after the whole what happened with that Drake collab, I doubt they would bring. I, I, I think there should have been more American. Um, oh, he should put Drake on. Um, but I think there should have been more American features, like as in like. Obviously, we had Chris Martin, but I think obviously Future and YG worked so well on the old, um, on African mm. Giant. There should have been someone else. I think that, that would have been a really nice touch. 
I think the only thing with that is that they probably, I don't know why they didn't put more Amer- Americans on there. I, I actually can't, I can't give you a valid reason for why they made that decision. Because I was going to yeah. say maybe they didn't want it to be too much about the American features because then the, the argument had been that the album only did well because it had X amount of Americans. So I feel like that's why he went for obscure American features. Yeah. I just, I'm just, I'm just very disappointed Kelpie Vibes isn't on this album. Like, mm-hmm. It hurts my heart so much. Like, mm, I don't know. Do you think it's going to see the, the commercial success that he wants? Like, do you think like when it comes to like it the better. Grammys or... It, be- it better. You sold your soul, baby. You better. So do you think if he like now reverts with his next project and goes back, people are going to care? Or do you think they're going to be like, oh, you're only, you've, you've sold your soul now. We don't, we don't care. I don't, I don't know what he could do. Like moving forward, like the next album, I don't know what he would be. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know. I feel like Burner just, I think Burner's going to keep trying to try new things and that at a point can actually be harmful. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Speaking of trying new things, should we get into (laughs) Wednesday? Yes, trying new things. You are Segway Queen, honey. Wes has been signed, baby. But where's the music? That's the question. (laughs) I'm... I want to say that I'm shocked, but he did Celebrity X Factor, so I'm not. But the thing is, yeah, I'm not being funny. I don't know how people are getting... I I, I would have liked to hear something first. Mm-hmm. Was that just me? Like, how can someone be saying no one's heard anything other than um um Conan? Captain Conan. Yeah. And that's the only people telling us that, oh, no, he's actually good. I'm so sorry. What's that got to... I need to hear something. I need I to hear, hear you, something. But at the same time, I, I'm, 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 I'm causing Universal. my outrage. Because I can't be upset until I hear something. I'm if I not hear- outraged. Don't, oh, nah, nah, Ray, don't put me like, I'm not outraged, yeah? <laughs> Before Ray comes to label me, so I'm not outraged, yeah? I'm not outraged. I mean, I'm the core of Twitter is though. I'm just a little bit curious, you get me? I'm, uh-huh. I'm just a little bit curious. Which is, which is justified, which is completely justified, to be fair. Because it's big-ass universal, and I think sometimes it's a bit rude, because you got, you got to think here... The game is the game, in it. They, they these men care about numbers. They care, care about fan base. They care about like, like, are you gonna bring attraction? Blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, you have, you do have other artists who have been grinding for so long, who are very good, and to get a big ass deal with Universal and nobody's heard anything, and you only have Krypton Conan to say, oh no, he's actually good, you know? Okay. I'm trying to think of this from like an A and R's perspective, though, because I'm thinking Go on. Go like. On. Because the obviously the main purpose of, of, of the label was to make money, right? So I'm assuming whoever, whoever the A&R is that was involved in this, they've obviously heard them. They've seen some type of potential, some op- opportunity to make money. Otherwise, they wouldn't have signed him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's got to be something there. So until I hear the music, like I can't, I, I'm, I'm refusing to have an opinion on this because it's going to be a mad thing. It's going to be so mad if like we hear something from him and he's actually really, really good. Because all, the, all of this outrage, everyone that's outraged at this like point in time and everyone that was going mad on Twitter is just going to look like a complete idiot. Like, so until I see that, I can't, I'm refusing to have an opinion. Like I, I can understand why people would be upset because it's like this guy, he was on Love Island. We've not heard any music from him. I've been making music for years. No one's paying me attention. And then this guy comes out of nowhere and he gets signed to Universal. Like, I get that that's not a small deal. But I also okay, like to believe yeah. that there's something there. I, I have to believe that. Okay, let's flip it, yeah. I don't know. This or not. Don't shoot the messenger, guys. Imagine, yeah, I landed a massive modeling deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I was, and I fucked up on Instagram. Wouldn't you be like, what? And, and it's just like, 
and like one of my one of my influencer friends were like, oh no, but I've seen her shoes. Okay, but that doesn't make sense because we need to see something before. It doesn't like I don't know. I, just, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Like, I think like that happens all the time, though. Big us Universal that Drake, El, like Elton John is under, Sam Smith is under, Wes. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. Let's see. Obviously, I'm I'm here to give him a chance. Let's see what he can cook up. But I just think it's I just think it's really, 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 really funny that it, it just I think it's just so it came out of nowhere. But maybe he was doing a um do do now talk later. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I don't know. Like to an extent, I guess because A and R's are sort of like gatekeepers for unsigned musicians, right? Like this is probably why so many people have an issue with it. Because it's just kind of like they expect A and R's to like go for quality or whatever. But I also think people need no, to understand. Always, yeah, the game the game. yeah. There's money to be made for one, and he obviously has a fan base already. And the fact that like um, he's done Celebrity X Factor means that his fan base is already aware of the fact that he has some form of musical ability. Yeah. Like. So to springboard from that into, into a career as a musician won't, won't be that difficult. And that's the job of an A&R anyway. It's to nurture the talent and like, you know, help them with their like marketing and their imaging and like what songs you, they should sing and all of that sort of stuff. It's, it's the general development of the artist. And I think that's another thing. We're kind of judging the beginning, not the end product. We haven't seen like how he's developed since the Celebrity X Factor or whatever. We've not seen any of that. So I, that's kind of why I'm like very reluctant to comment on it or like be upset about it. Cause it's like, I think you can still have an opinion. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I get the frustration though, because it's kind of like this guy kind of came out of nowhere. But like I said, because we've heard no music, I don't want to comment on it just yet. If it, it would be a different thing if he put something out and it was terrible and then he got signed because then I'd be like, why are you guys doing this? But because I don't know what it, what potential they've seen or I don't know what it is that they're working with. Like, I don't think, I don't have enough facts to make a reasoned judgment as to how I feel about him being signed because I've heard nothing. It's a blank canvas for me at the moment. So. But what do you think it kind of means for like the A&R industry though? Like, because a lot of people, are, I know I saw quite a few comments on Twitter like, oh, this is what A&Rs are doing. Like, is this the quality of A&Rs in the UK? I think times have changed now. It's like, well, who's going to make a banger? Who's going to make a hit? Who's going to go commercial? I think that's what everyone's focusing now. Who, who, can, who can possibly twang hop and hop around the Afrofusion, then come with some commercial. Who can make us money? Because mm. at the end of the day, that's what music is. It, music, A lot of music is about the business aspect. No one cares about the other stuff. Yeah. Like, they care. But they but don't really. They don't really. So all these under uh, uh, artists that are grinding, who do boohoo, they don't give a... They don't give a heck. They don't give a heck. They don't. And I do you want to know who else? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I think, yeah, like, it, even if they do care about all the other stuff, the, the potential to make money always supersedes everything else. So if, like, if the, the artist is missing all of the other stuff, but they there's, like, a bag to be made, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. But you were going to say first. something? I was, was going to say, uh, talking about not giving a heck, <laughs> the government... <laughs> You want to talk about a recession or the or the A levels because our government is messing up on so many different levels right now. The Tory government, and it's so funny because after all the shit that they've been doing, people will still vote for them. Mm-hmm. Y'all have no decorum. Y'all all have no self love. Y'all have no common sense for real. Get me out of this country now. We are oh going for a recession. Brexit is about to be solid, like solid. Now the A-level kids 
are not being treated. And like, I love what someone said on Twitter. They said like, let's not neglect the younger generation and become like the baby bloomers. Because obviously like, when we have a lot of conversations with baby bloomers, they're very, very resentful and, and hateful towards like our generation. Like they don't help us. Mm-hmm. They don't, they think we're very like, because obviously we're like the millennials, Gen Z, we have like this like no settling and they just hate us. Mm-hmm. They kind of like left us to it. Whereas like someone was like, oh, let's not be the same. Let's actually help and fight with these people, not like the baby bloomers. And I'm definitely for it. I see a lot of like our age speaking now and that, and I think it's causing an eruption because now the government's saying that they will cover the resets. Okay, guys, so let's go back. What's going on? Basically, A-level students got their um, their results for exams that they did not sit. And those who should have got like A's, A-stars, blah, 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 got things like U, B, C, and all that jazz. And a lot of us who are like millennials who have passed that stage will be like, okay, great, grades don't mean a damn thing. But I remember back in the days that that's all I knew and that's all I held on to. Obviously, I didn't have the connections that I had now. And that's what a lot of these underprivileged um, poorer kids hold on to. So grades are important to a sense. And actually, you need the grades to exceed to the next level. You need it. Like, you need it. Like, saying that isn't really comforting at all for any of these kids. So I think it's so important that we do stand side by side with them to help them fight for the right grades that they deserve. But you know what's even worse? Yeah. It's like, it's the fact that this is like disproportionately affecting people from lower socioeconomic backgrounds. Because the way that the algorithm is set up is it looks at your postcode. It looks at the school that you went to, how your school has performed previously. So all those kids that work really, really hard and were going to outperform their predicted grades or had shown through mock exams and other things like that, that they were going to exceed that because their schools have not performed well in the past, their, their grades have been lowered as well. And I think that's ridiculous because you have so many people who for, for them, the, the only way that they can get out of the situation that they, they are in is to get to good grades, to get to a top university so that they can get those jobs and whatever, whatever, and however that ends. So for them, being stripped of the one opportunity that they have to change their situation, of course they're going to be devastated. It's, it's, it's crazy to me that people are pretending not to understand that. If you look at like places like um, Eton and all of those kind of like well-performing schools, all of them got their great predicted grades and they're all off to uni now and they're like, you know, all, all going to you know start their degrees degrees in September. Like, th- this this is not affecting them. The, al- the algorithm... The privilege win, wins again. Yeah, because now you're going to have unis... unis come September it's going to be all of those people who do come from privileged backgrounds who come from privileged schools that performed well because they all got really good predicted grades and you know what's even more insane have you seen the prices for remarks yeah but the government's going to cover it now but how are they going to cover that we're in a recession this is what I'm saying they they make a mistake and then (laughs) use money that we clearly don't have to try and rectify the mistake that shouldn't have happened I don't even know why I just break that comment no but they've got it (laughs) what like oh do you know what's yeah, it's saying? like a hundred pounds per exam and they need to reset like it's up to like 10 to 15 exams but but how so do you afford like, the reset no 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 but i'm not i'm saying like like okay it, it may have been it would have been still annoying if it was like okay you got re, like you got to pay 100 but it's a uh, hundred per exam and they're listing you for like 10 to 15 exams. Do you understand? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, it's a piss take. But you know what's even worse? The, we don't have free, they don't have free travel anymore. 
So they that not want to even get into the exam. Like, <laughs> like do you know, oh my God, like we're in like a, like a tornado of problems. So there's the money that you don't have to cover your reset. Then there's the money yeah. that you don't have to get to the examination then there's the fact that you've not been in school since March so you're going to have to yeah. read and your parents your, your parents are, have probably not been working or your parents lost their job or you lost your job because pe- over a million people in the UK have now lost their jobs let's take that into factor and then you're going to have to reteach yourself the syllabus for this exam that's in October that you probably can't afford to do or get to Mm-hmm. Great Tory government, thanks. Like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how we got here. It's 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 so crazy though because like I think forty percent of results were downgraded. Forty percent, like almost half of the people who who have their grades now are getting not even like one grade. Some in some cases two or three grades below what they were meant to get. How can you be predicted and three A's? And I saw someone they were predicted three A's. I think they got an A star. And two A's in um, their their mock exam or something like that, or in the assessment center, and they ended up with the predicted grades like BBC. Are you rude? How do you get predicted a, a grade, exceed the prediction in the mock exam, and then still end up with a grade that was lower than your predicted grade? Are you rude? No, this government is a mess. And it's oh, and yeah, you have to remember there's like courses like medicine and law where like not only do you need insanely high grades to get onto the course like mm. in in the beginning but your a-level grades affect you even after you graduated because like i, I know uh, me personally i can speak for the, for the legal profession because that's what i did my degree in like the, it's so so competitive out there like your a-level grades definitely still matter even after you graduate so you can graduate you can get a first and you can get a 2-1 in your degree but if your a-level grades are not up to scratch that's still a barrier even after you graduate and i, th- and I think it's really disheartening to see people be so flippant about A-level grades and pretending that they don't Mm, matter. Okay, let me flip it because for me, it's not important for everything that I do. Mm. But I I don't know. It's just, I I understand why some people are saying, oh, it doesn't matter because I would, I would have said it doesn't matter because no one, even my degree, no one, that, that, the thing that even pisses me off is no one looks at my degree and I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? Mm. Like after all, everything I've been, no one look, I, I don't even, half of my grades that I write on that CV, I don't even know if they're right. Like, I know I got high school, but I'm just like, I can't remember, you know, I know, I remember I scored very high because I remember being super happy, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to put this. They don't even look at it. Like a lot of, like for me, uh, um, obviously my, my profession is more in like television, digital, like I've moved on to di- digital media now. It was all about, it was sadly all about who I knew and that gets on my damn nerves. I'm like, so all these, this time that I spent, especially in, in uni, uni wasn't a nice place for me. Like I was the only black girl um, I, <laughs> I ran away a lot, but I came back to London a majority of my uni experience because I just hated it so much mm. for me to go through that. And now you don't even look at my degree pisses me off. And it's like, okay, so you don't look at my degree. You don't look at my A-levels. Basically I should have never got into education. I should have literally just emailed a bunch of companies said, this is what I want to get into. Someone would have accepted me and I should have built my, built my connections. I feel like that's how that everything has been reflected to me. So I do understand why some people say, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, but that's but why this is a double fuck like, in the face though. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, but that's the thing. I, younger people don't know this. And when I was young, I didn't know I needed to make connections. I didn't know I needed to um, email a ton of 
um, companies and say, hi, I'm interested in doing this. I'm super enthusiastic, enthusiastic, blah, blah, blah. I didn't have, I didn't have anyone. I'm the oldest. I didn't have anyone to look up to, to, to guide me and, and tell me all these things. I had to figure out shit on my own. And that took a very long time. So, and that's, and that's I guess the case. He already for has these-, these connections though. This is why I'm, this is what I'm saying. This is why it's a double slap in the face because mm-hmm. the people that already have these connections, are the same one whose A-level grades weren't screwed over. Because mm-hmm. it's the people who yeah, go to these yeah. privileged schools that whose parents already have these connections, who, are, who are, whose dad probably goes to golf with the CEO of the company that they're going to intern at next summer. Do you get what I mean? Like, so for, yeah. for, so for a lot of these people, the only thing that they had were the, getting these grades. And it's Yeah, it's, and it's I gone. completely understand. Because jo- jo- little Joanna from Chelsea or Kensington has an uncle in TV that's probably going to give her the job after anyways. Little... Bob from another privileged area probably has an uncle who's a banker who's going to give him an internship and that's the privilege that they have. These kids on these side, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's so sad. It's so sad. Bro, it's so sad. The sad, sad nude keeps on rolling because we're in another <laughs> recession. <laughs> recession. <laughs> so we're not going back into lockdown because, come on, we're, let's, let's we're just face 100%. it. Not going right. The government doesn't care about us either. Like, they don't care about our lives. So, there's no way they're going to say protect yourselves and stay inside. They're going to say go back to work. Our economy is dying. No, do you know what killed me? Yeah. Well, I think why Bleach um, tweeted is fuck a recession, stay prayed up and hustle. And And someone said, wow. flourish and everyone was like yeah love this energy i feel like i said the exact same thing he did the delivery for him was just like <laughs> it just didn't land well like for him i think everyone interpreted it as saying like for you i think everyone's interpreted what you said as like don't worry guys we're gonna get through this and then for him i think like what people heard when he was like um don't worry guys the recession's not happening we just we could just keep going about our daily lives like it's not there i think that's how people took what he said no but that's the thing you can't you that's the thing about twitter you can't you can't put people's tweets in a different context like that like yeah but obviously i know what he meant and you know what he meant but twitter was just like are you mad read the room (laughs) (laughs) Twitter told my man to read the room like oh i I felt so bad for him no, yeah, it's too funny. Yeah, we're in another recession, meaning Boris Johnson will be on a rampage for us not to go. I personally thought we were going to go back into lockdown in September um, because obviously it's going to start, get, it's starting to get cold now after the heat wave, it's been really cold. Um, and that's where COVID thrives the most. So I was just thinking, okay, September is going to start cooling down again. We're going to go into um, lockdown, but I'm, I am 100% sure that this Johnson guy is not going to put us back because we're not, we, we're not going, he's not going to lock anything down. The economy needs us more now than ever. Yep. A million people just lost their jobs and apparently that's set to rise to three million by the yeah. end of the year. So <laughs> there's absolutely no way he's telling people not to go into work. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy though, because it's like, you've got the people who have graduated and coming out of university, probably going to not like going to struggle to find their first jobs. Then you've got the people who, are losing their jobs 
And then you've got the people who can't can't afford to pay their rents, can't afford to yeah. do all of these things. And when and furlough is ending, I think in October or at some point really soon. My my yeah, a lot of people have been taken off furlough this month actually because um apparently companies have to now pay pay tax. So they're just like, you know what, we can't we can't we can't keep people on if they're not working. So my company basically called me and said, Well, you need to find a new job. Luckily I landed a new job. Um, cause my God stays working Amen. Me, and the devil is a liar, you but that's not the case up. for everyone. <laughs> that's not the case for everyone. Um, the, the sad reality is people will still be losing jobs and people will be taken off furlough and universal credit isn't actually guaranteed for everyone. And universal credit actually are not, are saying universal credit were meant to pay my auntie's, um, um, housing benefits. Please tell me why they haven't. And they're telling, and apparently her employer said that she's been receiving 3000 pounds. She said 3000 pounds where? So now, now employment have also been lying, which is super weird. Cause it's not the first time I've heard this mm. from, so I've heard this from someone else where the employer said that she received 2000 pounds. She said 2000 where? <laughs> it's paying my rent. Are you mad? Yeah. So I think I need, we, I think we need an, another security for housing as well, because mate, nothing has been said about that. They've been super quiet about that. So that means if they're quiet about that, housing can do whatever the hell they want. Whereas Basically. when we go, yeah, when we came into lockdown, they had the rule of, you know, you can't put anyone out in the streets. You can't do anything of that. But since that has now expired, what is going on with housing? Um, so the recession is going to, apparently this is the worst, if this is beyond a recession, we're going down. <laughs> but God forbid. Oh my God, you know what's I next? don't even know whether to laugh or to cry. And this eat out, help out thing is bullshit. Oh my because, God. Because, because, like, okay, we pay 50%, the government reimburses the other 50, but where are they getting the money from? The same government that's forking out money to go and pay for resets and all of this and, and remarks and appeals, but we have no money. Like, do you know what? We would have lived through two recessions before we turned 30. Do you know how mad that is? Yeah, when was the last one? I think it was, what, 2000 and what, like, 8 or 11? Like, some, we've definitely yes, been. Yes, I, like, I feel like that sounds familiar. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's somewhere there. It's, it was somewhere there. Like, I can't remember when the last one was, but we've definitely lived. Yeah, we're gonna live. Through. I mean, we lived through. How did we get through it? I feel like I, I don't even remember. I, I, I feel like I was too young to be paying things attention, but I definitely remember everyone screaming about the recession. Um, yeah. So, so I think the last one was eleven years ago. What year are we in now? We're in two thousand and twenty. So yeah, mate. So yeah, the recession would have been in what, like two thousand and nine. Mate, all I'm saying is, in God we trust. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't know, I don't, I honestly, like, I'm honestly praying for the people who actually have no solutions, have no support. Um, yeah, man, this is going to be a hard one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just don't know how we, how we navigate from this, from this point. But yeah, I just, I, we just got to stay positive. Like, at the end of the day, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Like, yeah. this is a, a much bigger situation that's out of the, the majority of our control. So the government yeah. just needs to get the act together. That's literally all we we all we can hope for. Yeah. Do our part and hope they they do this. But it's weird though. If people are spending more money online, then what's going on? But uh, money online and what though? Like Amazon is booming. There's a lot of online stores that are thriving financially. Do you mm. understand? So yeah. then, isn't that adding to the economy? I mean, you'd you'd hope so, but I don't know. Well, I don't know because I, I I don't know you you. Maybe it's not a large enough portion of sales to like. Maybe maybe Jeff needs to put his money back into the economy. <laughs> I mean that that will be the day. 
from that guy. Are they having like some issues with with the way that they're treating their staff and like slave laws and slave labor and all this kind of nonsense? Is anyway. it? There's always some type of scandal going on there in terms of their, the way that the workers are being treated, but we'll see. Hmm. Music of the week. Music of the week. Let's start with the Rebecca Garter and Ling Hustle, Alana Maria and Tia Karras. I think I, that's how you say her, her name. If I handle my business, would you change on me? Try to give you love, but I got chains on me. X on me, love it when you flex on me. Wishing that you never left. Tell me direct, fuck the middleman. Put me to the test, I already passed. Yes, that was... That's what we needed. I'm, I'm that, happy. I'm so happy about that. I love that from the visuals to the harmony, everything just came together. And I, it, this is what pisses me off about the UK. If we didn't have something like that, people complain, oh, like we don't have a R&B, blah, blah, blah. But why is it not getting the views? Like it's on 31K. It should be on way higher. 100%. Because if you think about it, that's four different artists with all their four, four separate th- fan bases. Amazing. You have a one rapper, three singers. What more do you guys want? Mm-hmm. From the like the looks to the styling to the visuals to the vibes to the heart, everything perfectly done. And still, it's not getting the attraction it needs, and it's pissing me off. But I really, really love the track, man. Love, I love, love Ling, 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 Ling Hustle and uh, the girl with the green braids. I can't remember her name. She's annoying. I think it's Anna Maria. Uh, I think Alana name, Maria. Alana Maria. Oh my gosh, I love her. She. Came in so smooth. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like I loved it. I actually loved oh, it. Like I was just like, <laughs> have you have you seen the video um for like Lil Kim's song Crush on You? No, because I feel yeah. like this video in terms of like the way that it's styled is definitely giving me those vibes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect, man. Beautiful. I love the fact that she had green braids as well instead mm-hmm. of everyone having a different coloured wig. Yeah. But, um, I just, I loved it, man. I'm hoping these girls get the attraction and the, the love that they deserve. They deserve it, baby. For sure. Did you hear Dino's fire in the booth? But I never yes, can I decide. did. Hoping Dino is special. Um, what? Yeah, Dino is special. So much better How than I thought it was going to be. Everyone said that. And I don't expect everyone to be terrible. But even like little things like his breathing technique and his vocal control have improved so much. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. For me, it's just like, he, I, everyone knew he could sing, but I feel like he just reminded everyone, listen, yeah, I'm here. Like, oh my gosh. And you know what's mad? I think his vocals really bang on drill beats. Oh my God, his vocals bang on drill beats. Like, ah! Like, I need to hear that more. Like, I really need he to hear that more. Is, he is, he's, he's so special and I love, I just, I just hope he stays as Dino. Like, obviously, we're going to see any, um, um, he's just begun. Like mm-hmm. his his career has just is at it's it's literally at the early stages. But I really really hope that we still see Dean. Like when it gets to like him growing, him flourishing, mm-hmm. he sticks to who he is. Mm-hmm. I love what he did on Joe. And I, I do you know what? When I was watching that, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why. I thought about notes, and I was like, I feel like notes needs to keep. Like I've always said, I feel like notes need to keep needs to keep the Addison Lee and just bring it onto different vibes. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Not try to rap or try to do any of that. Just be the notes, notes that we know. Yeah. And yeah. I think Dino's bringing himself into all these new new sounds, not new sounds, but other sounds that are like away, a little bit away from him. Mm-hmm. And he's they, you can still see his Dino. I think hit like artists like Notes and Rams keep the things that make you that and explore. 
I hope that makes sense. That being said, I think Rams has done it well, though. Yeah, Rams lie. is doing it well. Yeah. No, it's still needs to. <laughs> We'll, we'll leave still that one in there. there <laughs> no, I, I love notes. I, I, I adore notes so much. I love him. Oh, did you hear the Drake Lord Duck? Dog? Of course I did. Bitch. <laughs> Take me shopping. Take me up in Nike. That was, someone said, yeah, it was the longest Nike advert ever. <laughs> and I felt that. Yeah. Between us, it's not like a store. This isn't a closable gap. Hey, I see some niggas attack. Yeah, that's true, I can't lie. I mean, was the song mind blowing? No. But finally, Drake doesn't sound forced. This sounded like yeah, this Drake. Is Drake. This is Drake. This is just Drake. This is Drake. It's like it's like another life is good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I like I like this. I really like this actually. I think the collab worked. I think it, they both suited the beat. Little Dirk, yeah. Little Dirk is amazing, man. I like. I really like him. The video had hella memeable moments, so I can't wait to see that yep. happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had no problems with this. This is the Drake I like. I mean, was he giving me mind blowing bars? No, but did it sound natural? Was it a vibe? Yes. So you know, no complaints. Mm, yeah. Sierra. He's nice man. <laughs> Um, I liked parts of the song. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I've never, I've never really liked Sierra musically. I cannot like, not even level up. Like, I like, I've never listened to her like that. After um, you made me think that I'm just a younger, but I'm after that, I just, I just stopped. I just like no, it's just, it's just, her music is not a bit of me. Everything outside of Sierra, I love. I love her to death. Everything in music, I don't love. I'm pretty much the same as you, but that, you know. Um, I, 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 everyone's obviously comparing it to Black Kids King, yep. which was which inevitable. I understand why. Yes, obviously because it's show like she's talking about. Afro- oh, she looks so beautiful, pregnant though. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the fact she's done this while she was pregnant because it, it it's just really nice to see. But um, I I I just think yeah, African Americans have this thing of when someone brings out an African oriented project, everyone's now trying to find their roots. Mm-hmm. Everyone's now trying to be a, 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 like trying to trying to get in touch with the motherland through their music, and it's just like oh my gosh, this is so jarring. Yeah, I get you. Give it a rest. Um, but I don't want to bash this. There was one part I liked, but you got to get a little bit into the song for me to like that bit. And I don't. It's not working. Not working. Yeah, I hear that. But but yeah, maybe not swiftly. Did you hear the Miley Cyrus song? Yes, I did. I like commercial. this, you know. Yes, I love it. I love it. Miley, every time Miley comes back onto the scene, she evolves. Um, it gave me very Madonna vibes. Yeah, I kind of see where you're going with that. Yeah. There was like an 80s Madonna vibe and she did it so well. Yeah. She did it so well. I can hear this song in adverts. I can hear this song going going in commercials and being u- overused and mm-hmm. still being around for a very long time. That's the music Miley gives us. Yeah. Um, visuals were very good as well. Very clean. Very top 
top, top. I, it's what I expected. I didn't expect less. <laughs> I didn't expect less, but yeah, I really like the track. Alicia Keys and Khaled. Beautiful, smooth, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to it again. This is my thing as well. It was nice, but it, I, it took too long to get into it. Like, yes, it took so long to get into it. As well, another person I don't really like musically anymore is Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. Same, I'm exactly I don't the same. like her musically anymore. Like, uh, we had, we had our era of Alicia Keys. She, Keys. She had her moment. She had her time, and now I just don't give a heck. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't listen to her anymore. If it's not the old stuff, I'm not really interested. I'm not checking for any stuff either, to be fair. Now, so. baby, did you really skip over copy? I can't believe I missed that. I really like that song, you know. Mm, everyone likes it. You, you're not a fan? I just, I, I, I'm just like, why has Copy been allowed to make music? Why? 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 Who allowed her? Because her dad is a billionaire. This is rude. This is disrespectful. This is, disrespectful. I'm, I'm, okay. Okay. I'm not a hater. Copy has a huge fan base in Nigeria. Ride or die. Like, ride or die fan base in Nigeria. Like, people think she's arch, she's unbeatable. I just think, yeah, sometimes she's very mediocre, but people say it's lit. And I'm like, is it? But if Stoneboy was carrying the tune, does it matter if she was me- mediocre? I think the song is, in, in and of itself is But well, that's fine. the problem. That, that's the issue. She, the other artists carry her music. Yeah. There's, there's a song she's got as well, Jalof on the Jet. If Rima wasn't in that song, do you think I'd be checking for it? No way in hell. Fair enough. But well, maybe she, she knows gets, that. She, yeah, she gets really strong features. And she, the one song I hate, the Oh My Gosh, Gelato. Oh my gosh, I hate that song. Please, Ray, if you have not heard that song, please go go and listen to it. Oh my gosh, I hate it so much. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's going to be a traumatic experience. So I hate it so much. And I who allowed her to, to make this song and they put Zlatan on that beat. Ah, nah. Oh, you actually sound offended. But a lot, no, but I, I do know a lot of people like this Stone Boy collab, but it only makes sense. Even her, her collaboration with Saka Day, is it Saka Day? Saka Day, yeah. Her collaboration with Saka Day back in the days as well. That was a very lit song. Her, her song with Techno was a very, but it's these artists that bring it to life, not her. Yeah, I guess so. Ugh. But I understand what she's doing. Yeah, it's for nice sure. To have a female in the scene. And I'm not being hard on her because she's a female. I actually think she's actually mediocre. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh god, what did you think of the sneak bow, Jin? Sharp, sharp, before you get done up. One time I got caught one up. Now when I step man set two gun up, sight that prick and man get run up. In the air like what up? Whole block, turn up, run up last night. Mud up, mud up, sharp, sharp. I was trying to change what the roads keep calling. Ah, sneak bow has not evolved and I do not care anymore. Do you know what's mad? Like I don't understand what his play is here. Because I, I think don't get it. I think he sounded decent, but it just feels a bit childish. I was like, "Have we not grown past this? Like, why are we back yeah, here?" Like, uh, yeah, he didn't sound bad on it. I just, I just don't understand it. Like, it's just, it does, it didn't make sense. It just felt like he regressed. Yeah, I just, I just think I, I want to see Sneak Bo evolve. I don't know. Like, I, I we Gross. need to see. I think I felt like he evolved a little bit in the funky 
like I started hearing some garage remixes being put placed on his old music, and I was like, "Oh, like Steve Boy could do Steve Boy could do this." But you know what's mad? I just feel like he's not stepping into other sounds. But he was like one of the pioneers of like that early kind of wave of like jumping on kind of dancehall beats. Like, Mm. so for him to like in in one breath be a pioneer of something, and then to now regress to this point, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand how we got to this place because like very few people were doing that at the time that he was, and then. We get here and it's just like he's mm. now jumping on like drill, huh? And how do you go I'm from like how, how do you go from someone who's a pioneer to now becoming someone who's following trends? Like that to me <laughs> seems very get yeah. Get it out of the very mad regression <laughs> there. Did you hear the Odile tune? Yes, I love Odile. Odile is like my boyfriend in my head because <laughs> I just can't. I think he's so... T- I, Odile is so talented from being a producer to being on his own tracks. Like, mm. he's so... Oh, I, I, there's actually no bad words to say about Odile. Like, he's just... He's, he's, he's super talented, man. I'll be honest. I've been seeing his name pop up a few times, but I think after hearing this, I'll actually start paying attention. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the that's the thing. People need to see you a lot for them to tap in. Yeah, tap yeah. tap tap in. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what's mad? I fully hear like someone like Alakai Harley on a remix of this. Like, I'd love to see the two of them link up. I think their sounds really? would mesh. Yeah, I think their sounds would mesh quite well actually. Oh yeah, what's Alakai doing? I haven't seen her in a minute. Uh, yeah, I'd love I'd love to see them on a track together actually. I think that would work very well. Did you um, hear the Davies project? Just came off a tour. I'm one of them niggas. Got tired of making little money. Just wanted to get bigger. Package on me, held it down if I wanted to deliver. 10,000 on your forehead if I wanted to neck. Where I come from, we just want to get rich. How you hating? When you saw me, you wanted a bitch. Nope. Yeah, neither did I. Okay. Do you know what? So every time I look at, like, thank, big up the producers for always, you know, just like doing the topics and everything for us. Um, but every time I see the list of the music of the week that um, <laughs> that is devised for us, I'm like, this is what we get every Friday. This is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to take in. Especially it's a full so project. Hard. Full project. Like, it's so hard to take in. We are. I can't lie. After being rat- rattled, I was rattled by Diddy's speeches on Burner's project. I didn't get time to get through any other projects. I was just kind of like, why? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> why? <laughs> But yeah, do you have a track of the week? I do have a track of the week. It is Jules featuring Zoneo and Miramay. Blessed! I might move to Miami, beach house after my Grammy. Speak it into existence, continue to mind my business. I don't fuck with no players, don't do heartbreaks or favors. I ain't got no behavior, said he making my baby. Because I am blessed, I am favored, I am L. <laughs> But I really, really like that song. I like Mira just had a baby and she's still spewing out top notch music. Love that. Give that woman an award, mate. Give that right. woman an award. Okay. My track of the week is a song called Bad Man by an artist called Talani. But every time I got no book, watch my heart get beat up. Even though I should know better, I buckle up, roll up. 
absolutely love this song. It's a, ironically, it's a song for like ladies who keep making bad choices when it comes to guys, which is not me, by the way, but I do like the song. <laughs> so <laughs> let me just put that disclaimer out there right now. Because someone's definitely going to tweet me like raising her feels. No, I am not in my feelings, but I do like the song. So yeah, that's my track of the week. It's so not We've come to the end, but we didn't even intro in the first place. Oh my God! <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, hi. Hey, hi there. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Tiana Remy in the building on your favorite music and popular culture podcast. <laughs> wow. Hi, guys. Welcome to Rhyme Cheese. It's me, Ray Sang. Oh my God. Wow. Unfortunately, our girl Mimi is away. Oh my gosh, how did we get through this without doing this? Oh my god, these people have been like listening to the talk speak for like an hour. They have no idea who we are. Who we are. <laughs> but hey, guys, thank you for joining. No, I we can't believe that. And we didn't even say Mimi's not here. No, 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 sis. We love you. We love you. We love you. And Didi, Didi took over. You see, arrest that man. Arrest that man. Blame Didi. Didi took over. <laughs> blamed, we blamed arrest that man. Blame Didi. You see what happened? Didi. Didi rattled us so much that we didn't do an intro. That's what happened. Oh, wow. my gosh. So, and now we've got to do an outro. <laughs> so, what do you got planned for the rest of this week? I am, um, guys, I literally edit, edit my YouTube videos and go, that is, that is a bit of me. I've got a party tonight. Um, I, I'm going, well, I haven't got a party. What am I saying? I'm going to a restaurant called Enish, so that's going to be like Nigerian vibes. Ooh, nice. I missed African whole parties, so I just want to live my life tonight. I just want to shy it. <laughs> I hear that. But that's a bit of me. Me? What am I doing this week? Well, spending the rest of this weekend recovering from that nonsense Diddy speech that we had on Burner's album. And then after that, I've definitely got some writing to do. Like, just non-stop writing. And yeah. So you guys, you, we've come to the, the end of our show. You can find us. No, no, no. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Rihanna is a troll. Why? Rihanna is a arrest that woman. Why? What arrest that woman. They found a lookalike of her and posted her. And she said, she tweeted, under, no, she, she captioned saying, when's the album dropping, sis? No. <laughs> no. no. Arrest that woman. No, I actually love Rihanna. I need to test that in because that is she's actually, actually a troll. She actually, she literally said, Where, where's the album, sis? R9. Hashtag R9. I'm finished. Nah, I love Rihanna. God, I love Rihanna. No, she's running. Her and, her, no, her and Wizkid are running away from albums. We've had enough. I hear that. We've had enough. No, Normani as yeah. well. Normani as well. Normani came to do backup dance. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> but yeah, where can the people find us? You can find me at Tiana Aromi. That is T E E Y A N A A R O M I. Hello, Milton, and that, you know. <laughs> you can find me at Ray Sang XOXO. That's R A Y S A N G XOXO. You can find That's us um, <laughs> on Twitter as Rhyme Pod. And you can find us on Instagram as Rhyme She. Um, feel free to hashtag Rhyme when you're listening. And yeah, we're just staring at the bottom on Twitter I'm loving the discussions I'm seeing because everyone thinks like everyone's always on crud when it comes to music like no it's my opinion and do you know I'm so sorry yeah it really pisses me off like when Burner's um, album dropped they're like you know real music lovers would not be commenting like wait. I'm just like fuck off man we're all enjoying this moment fuck off like that. real music love piss off man 
Yeah. You're ruining it. You're, You're ruining, ruining it. it. <laughs> Just follow us, guys. Join the discussion. Get lit. I could be a bit mathy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> if you see any crazy tweets, it's probably me. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.